What's up, everybody, and welcome to uh, the very first uh, pilot, really, episode of Thoughts and Prayers, uh, a podcast with uh, a, a podcast by Sandals Church. Uh, I'm Tyler, and and I'm here with Zach. Howdy, how's it going? I'm doing really well, man. Yeah. We're How- in our new um, digital media team studio, which I gotta say, people might not realize this is the third studio you've built at Sandals Studio C. <laughs> We built Studio B out of order to Studio A. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, also in terms of investment, it was um, <laughs> first studio. Uh, no, sorry. In terms of investment, main studio, Studio A. Yeah. Uh, studio C. Yeah. Studio uh, B, B, I guess. Yeah, sure. Studio B, <laughs> which uh, some some folks who are in the know uh, will uh, will lovingly remember it as the tabernacle. Yeah, low hundreds of dollars. <laughs> But I remember when you did that, I, I had just come on staff and kind of learning like what you do. And, and at the time your team was, uh, it was really you, Nick Thomas, and I think maybe one other person, Brian Orozco for sure. Yeah. We might've picked up Alex Garcia by that time. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And, uh, you were over, you were sitting where your team is sitting where HR sits now, where the people team sit now. Yeah. And I was just kind of getting to know you and what you oversaw and what you did. Uh, I was supporting Brian at the time as his executive assistant. And I remember one day I walked into the upside down and you're like mopping the upside down. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Which is like a fool's errand. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like if there's any place around here that you want to mop, that's not it. So. <laughs> well, you know, we had this idea for this podcast. Uh, in in part, I think you and I both had like the same idea at the same time. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was we were onboarding a new member onto our team. And, uh, you know, I, I just casually brought up integrated formation and he and he was like, I don't know what that is. His eyes glaze over yeah. and he's like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there are a lot of words and phrases that we throw around at Sandals Church. Uh, but we don't really we don't really have a good way to like onboard people onto that. Yeah. Uh, and then you kind of had a, a similar idea at the same time. Yeah. I, I've just been thinking a bit about just how we make changes. Like we make a lot of changes here pretty rapidly sometimes and just thinking about even how, you know, at the onset of COVID, we made a lot of changes that mm-hmm. are pretty different from even what we're doing now. And we, we, you know, late last year, we had another kind of substantial set of changes and um, just how important it is for people to kind of understand the history of like where we've been, why we were making decisions then and how we're making decisions now. Um, and just kind of stewarding that institutional knowledge that we have. Um, we've had a hard time kind of carrying that through the years mm. as, you know, people come and go and we, 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 you know, have different initiatives. Um, and so just how we might be able to capture some of that and help people just, even if it's just remember, Oh, here's where we where and why we made that change. Um, and, and why we might be doing something different now, I, I think can be helpful giving people that, you know, kind of context. Yeah. And I, I've found too, not only is it hard to onboard people, it's hard to remember why we made a certain change, but I've also, I've also found that like at sandals, we're really good at introducing an idea. Yeah. (laughs) Or even, and even rolling that idea out maybe. Right. Yeah. But not always really great at like championing that idea to, to not only like our fellow staff members, but like 
down to like core volunteers. Absolutely. You could put like, um, like the growth path into that, like mm-hmm. uh, no, no like fault of anyone, but it's like, it's a big idea. It gets rolled out. And then as kind of time goes on, you just kind of lose track of some of those things and how they integrate and, a, you know, a new shiny thing comes out. So it's like, that's the new big thing. And, um, well, you know, I think it's important to just think about how we integrate those things, how we shepherd those things. Um, you know, like one of the things that, that big churches are great at is, you know, they're great at optimization, mm. great at optimization. You know, you think about scale, you think about optimization as a big church, but we're in this season right now where I think it's really important to think about, uh, you know, adaptive solutions mm. versus like technical solutions. Technical solutions are, are how you might, you know, optimize something, how you might go to another big church and figure out how, how their thing's working and implement that here. But I really think we're in a season now where it's a lot more exploratory. It's a lot more, you know, researching, um, you know, talking to people, trying things, seeing if they work, seeing if they fail, um, learning from that, trying it again. It's a lot more iterative. It's a lot more adaptive. Um, and I think that helping people understand that journey, that process, the goal, um, that narrative is, is really important, especially in a bigger organization where you, maybe the mindset is a little bit more like, how do we make that 5% better, Mm. um, versus how do we still do something completely different? Right. Which is by the way, Sandal's favorite phrase, how can we do something completely different? Uh, uh, you know, several, like maybe a couple of years ago, uh, when we built studio a, uh, Another church, uh, through like a, a contractor we were working with, another church had reached out and said, hey, can you send us the gear list Yeah, for the, everything that went into the studio? And I ended up telling them, I'm not going to send you the gear list, not because I don't want to help you, yeah, but because it actually won't help you because there were a thousand decisions that we made yeah. uh, around, each dis- around each piece of gear. And how that integrated with everything else, and yeah. and what kind of an environment we had here, yeah, who would what, be operating what else do it, we have here, yeah, like, yeah. And so that's a like an an example of like how sometimes like a, a technical solution really can't slot from like one space to another. Uh, can you can you think of a an an example where like a technical solution? works and and it is transferable and can you think of another maybe like something that's actually going on right now example of how like we need to approach it from an adaptive perspective rather than looking for a technical solution to solve yeah i think i probably have one that's like one in the same mm. and i'm going to kind of point back to the growth path because yeah. when we were creating the growth path we talked to a lot of different several different organizations several different churches and kind of like Hey, what are you thinking? What are you tracking? That's kind of like maybe some of the main uh, things, uh, main aspects of the Christian faith that you can measure, that you can look at to kind of identify who is like, who are the main, uh, you know, who's the main audience of your church? Mm. Who are the people that are, you know, that are in it with you? Um, And when we talked to those folks, it was pretty confirming because the things that we were thinking about looking at it was, it was very similar to what a lot of other people were looking at, especially mm. at that time. That was, you know, a few years ago at this point. But I would say that's like something where it's like, hey, if you're trying to confirm like a theory, you're like, hey, we're thinking about this. What are you guys thinking? What are you looking at? What are you seeing? And it can really help you, especially when you think about 
how rapidly culture is changing, mm. it can help, you know, with some confirmation there. And, and I think that's a, that's a time when it helped us. We're like, yeah, this is kind of what we're thinking about. How are you guys measuring that? How are you thinking about that? Um, okay, cool. Like we're on the, like, the same wavelength basically. Mm. Um, I, I think, uh, an example of that though, where, you know, maybe, um, uh, we're, we're trying to do something different is we're actually looking at changing that now. Um, right. and I, I really appreciate both the thought and the changes that those folks are, are thinking about and trying to initiate because it's, it's maybe a bit less, um, Hey, how much data can we track about people and steps and a little bit more of like, Hey, what's your journey and how are you growing? And certainly there are things within that that we can measure, but I think we're maybe a little bit more focused on how we might uh, enable and encourage people to grow spiritually and a little bit less like what are the specific steps and how do we track those over time? Hmm. Um, and I think that's like an interesting shift in, in strategy um, because it's like one is maybe a little bit more focused on the steps and the data and one's maybe a little bit more focused on like the person and like the things we can do knowing that everybody's different, everyone's hmm. journey is different. How, how might we encourage them to grow spiritually? So hopefully you're kind of tracking with that like, how one of those was, you know, like a lot more technical. And I think now, now it's becoming a bit more adaptive. And so it sounds like, you know, adaptive solutions uh, and adaptive leadership, adaptive decision-making uh, is really about uh, being, uh, it, it's almost like right place, right time in terms of how prepared you are to make that decision. It's not so much about what training that you've had, uh, to make maybe a technical decision. And a good example of that might be uh, like our uh, production team folks. A lot of times, like if there's feedback in the uh, room, there's a technical reason for that. Yeah. And you, and you can, can get trained on the technical solution for that. To track that, that down. To yeah. track that down and, yeah. to, and to solve that problem. Whereas adaptive decision-making and adaptive leadership requires us to be a lot more observant. Yeah. And a lot more um, just ready to, to take in uh, to take in new information, new data, new perspectives yeah. in order to be able to make some of those adaptive uh, what uh, maybe some people might describe as like subjective yeah. decisions. And I think that like the goal at the end of the day in a lot of cases is to to make quality decisions at pace. Like you wanna, hmm. I think all of us wanna get good at making good decisions um, as quick as we can. But when you're when you're in kind of like an adaptive season, it's a lot, at least what I found for me, it's a lot more iterative. Hmm. It's very rarely do I kind of land on the best decision, the best solution initially. Right. It takes a little bit of trial and error, a little bit of thinking, a little bit of talking with people to kind of figure out, okay, uh, it might take me three or four times where I'm like, oh, that's, okay, but it can be better. Okay. I'm getting a little closer, but I still don't feel like I'm there. Okay. I'm getting pretty close. I'm getting warm now. Um, okay. Here's the kind of the final solution decision. Um, what, what I think we need to do for mm. this next season, knowing that that might change here in, in, you know, another period of time. Now you said something that I, it feels almost like uh, counterintuitive, uh, that adaptive, Adaptive leadership, adaptive decision-making helps us make uh, good decisions at pace. However, uh, there's also a tension there with what you just shared that sometimes it takes a yeah. little bit more thought and time 
preparation and effort yeah. to arrive at some of those adaptive decisions. Um, and that's a tension to manage. Like, yeah. There's some where you're going to be able to make decisions pretty quickly, but there might be others um, where it takes takes more time. Like I, an example of that might be like, we've been talking about digital discipleship for a while now. We've, we've maybe tried some different things in that world. Um, our app plays a, a pretty big part of that. Um, and so right now we're spending a lot of time just doing some discovery, talking with people, um, better trying to better understand our discipleship model to figure out, okay, how might we in the years to come, and it might not be next year, it might be the year after that or the year after that, how might we create something, maybe it's an environment, maybe it's something in the app, we're not quite sure yet, how do we create something that really embraces our discipleship model and helps people grow spiritually? Um, and I think we're honestly right now really just trying to take our time with that. Well, I want to I want to pivot us. Uh, we're definitely going to uh, over the course of this podcast, however long it may go, uh, we'll we'll spend a lot more time uh, fleshing out this idea of adaptive decision making and adaptive leadership. Um, but are there any resources off the top of your head that, you know, you've come across that are around that topic that have helped kind of shape uh, like your thoughts around uh, adaptive versus uh versus technical solutions and uh, that, that, you know, listeners could go and, you know. Yeah. I mean, the first that people will hear me talk about at nauseum is the rebuilders podcast. I think those guys are just doing an amazing job um, thinking about the world we live in, uh, putting some words to that, that I think a lot of us resonate with. Um, it's rare now that I listen to an episode and I'm like, Oh yeah, we've already thought about everything they just talked about. Usually it's like, oh my gosh, like that was so helpful. It was so insightful. I really appreciate the time that they've spent um, thinking about those things. And then I would say there's a few books that some of us have traded um, around. Certainly there's, you know, you'll hear people talk about the target study um, mm -hmm. and, and some other studies. Um, I think that there's a couple of books. Um, one that I haven't read, but Brian Schletz talked about a lot, which is Leadership on the Line. Um, that's in my queue right now to read. Um, it sounds like there's a lot of really good adaptive leadership aspects in that book. Um, and then one that I'm reading right now that has just been very thought provoking is um, A Strange New World. It's um, mm. how thinkers and activists re redefined identity and sparked a sexual revolution. So it's it's kind of talking about the sexual revolution and how it has kind of um, deposited us in, in the, the cultural time period we're in now. And there's just a lot in that book that resonates with me and and the things that I'm thinking about and seeing in the world. Um, so those that are a couple that I think are really thought provoking. Um, there's others I'm sure that we'll collect over time and, and kind of put uh, in, in the notes we send out. So cool. Uh, well, I wanted to pivot to chat for just a minute about the title of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, uh, really it was in the same day that, you know, I was thinking like, oh, we need a podcast. And then you had said like, we need a podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, the, <laughs> it's a sign from God. Uh, but you had locked and loaded the title for this, uh, for this show. And, uh, I loved it. It immediately spoke to me thoughts and prayers, this idea that, um, you know, uh, for a long time, uh, thoughts and prayers were enough on social media yeah. and they're just not anymore. Yeah. Uh, and we went through our own season a couple of years ago, really. I mean, mostly Mike <laughs> led us through this season, 
of with, you know, uh, uh, I don't remember what the exact situation was, but it was, uh, it might have been the San Bernardino uh, shooting. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, where Mike really led us through this idea that like, look, we need to stop with this thoughts and prayers thing. Yeah. And it seemed like within a month after him saying that, like it blew up on the internet that like thoughts and prayers was a meme. Yeah. Like right. he was just a little ahead of the curve and That's led right. us a little bit ahead of the curve through that. Yeah. Um, so it struck me in that sense and I loved it, but uh, it sounds like you also have like maybe another even like double meaning <laughs> a little bit behind, behind the name. Yeah. <clears throat> when uh, Tyler and I were kind of tossing around this idea, I was like, you know what? Like, I really want to encourage people to kind of like move beyond maybe the initial response or the, the um, maybe the basic response. Like how do we get people to both, um, you know, cause you, you were talking about when something happens, uh, especially if it's maybe uh, in, in it's, it's, if it's tragic, you know, a lot of the things you'll see is, you know, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Well, I was thinking, how do we, how do we get people to kind of move beyond, um, you know, kind of like that basic response? How do we encourage people to like pray about things more deeply, think about things more deeply? How do we share like what we're thinking about, what we're praying about um, to just encourage people to, to, you know, both invite God into what we're doing to kind of share the journey that we're on together. Um, and so, yeah, that, that title just kind of struck me as like, you know what, like it'd be great if we had a place where we could just encourage people to kind of think more deeply about things and pray about where we're going. Mm. Um, and that's something that it's, it's that I've been thinking about a lot lately too, like shared with our team just before Easter about, um, something that I had heard about, uh, on the rebuilders podcast. And they were talking about revival. They were talking about the Ashbury revival and man, it just struck me because I really believe that God wants to hear from us. Like he wants us to pray about the things that, that we want to see, like, and I just, man, I, I so much, I so deeply want to see revival, especially in younger generations. Um, I want to, like, I believe deeply in the church that we need more churches and better churches. And I want to see um, kind of like the bride of Christ, the church. I want to see us all come together and meet the needs of people. And, um, and so, you know, just thinking about that, it seemed like a good title, you know, yeah. in terms of what we're trying to do. Um, and so, yeah, thoughts and prayers. Well, over uh, over the next little while, uh, we're we're gonna try out a few episodes and and see what folks think. Um, but we have you know uh, a pretty long list that you and I have already <laughs> kind of created of yeah. of topics that we want to talk about, and and in particular, uh, folks from around Sandals that we want to bring in and talk to and figure out like how they're thinking about that's right, you know, different things. Um, you know, one of them that'll be coming up soon. Uh, is talking with Morgan uh, with our online campus about how we're thinking about adapting live programming for an online audience and how that's evolved over time. Uh, we had a, a recent, you know, Easter experiment that I think went pretty well and, you know, excited to talk with her about that. Yeah. Uh, excited to talk with uh, Pastor Adam and Eric about uh, our new discipleship model yep. and our new growth plan. Yep. As opposed to growth path. That's right. Uh, it's I, changing. I, I mostly, I mostly inflected that way because I was making sure that I was saying it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, our new growth plan uh, and how that uh, is really attempting to meet culture where they're at right now and really go to where people are rather than yeah. wait for people to come to us. Yeah. Live on mission. Yeah. 
So I'm excited about this and, and appreciate so much, uh, your Zach thoughts and prayers as we, <laughs> as we try and figure out, uh, you know, as a church, what we're thinking about, what we're praying for. Yeah. Hopefully it's a fun journey together where we're able to share, you know, what folks around here are thinking about, what we're all praying about, um, and getting folks to kind of share the journey of, of, you know, what they're doing here at Sandals and, and maybe even beyond that and, and how we might kind of capture that for posterity. So awesome. Well, thanks Zach. And, uh, thanks all of you for listening, whoever you are. And we look forward to talking with you soon. Uh, you, if you have any questions at all, uh, at any point, you can always email Zach or myself and we'd love to chat with you more about anything we talk about. That's right. Thanks gang.